0: and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Thank you
1: for joining us. We're excited to have you here today. We've got a great show for you today that we want to share that we think is a little bit different angle on some things that we've been talking about regarding leadership and some of the difficulties that leadership has. This is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, ACT Act, and and Cultural Transformation. Rich Burton, Barry, excuse me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that other that other host, Rich that Burton. Other guy, Rich Barron. It's funny, <laughs> I was thinking
1: about Richard Burton the other night. So that's probably why yeah. I popped out that way. This is an act from way back. But Rich Barron, my partner, Michael Bailey, we're here. We're ready to go. We hope you're ready to go as well. And we're going to be talking about something called leadership scotoma. Can you see it or are you just missing it? So what is leadership scotoma? Let's start out with this, this thing first. What is scotoma? That's a word a lot of people have never heard of. They don't know what it is. What is scotoma? We've talked
0: about it here, Rich. Well, I'll, I'll let you unpack that one.
1: Okay, scotoma is is a reference to an eye condition, and it's when your eye just can't see. It has blind spots. It's just, it looks over here, it can see clearly, but over there, it's just just a blind spot. You just don't see it. You don't, it doesn't, it doesn't come through. So leadership scotoma is all about leaders who have blind spots. And the thing about it is they don't know that they have blind spots. That's kind of the whole thing. It's kind of like, you don't know that you're colorblind until you're tested. You don't necessarily know that you, uh, that you are, you, you're kind of tin ear. You've got your tone deaf, you might say, when it comes to singing people around you know it. But you can't see it. There's a lot of ways this shows. up. I was thinking about this as I was just driving around a little bit ago. There are some people that don't recognize they just need to take a bath.
0: Oh, I, yes, absolutely.
1: They don't notice the smell, you know. Yeah. And I don't mean to be insulting to anybody, but there's, there's a lot of things that we just lack self-awareness on. You mentioned before people that are alcoholics, people that have drug addictions. Why don't yes. you pick it up on that?
0: You know, it's interesting. These people who are, are alcoholics—we actually talked about this a while ago with a couple of great coaches from Australia. Yeah. But um, you know, they—they they think that nobody else knows that they have a problem, and they're hiding it really well. You know, these high-functioning alcoholics or people who are, you know, on, on struggling with addiction of any kind. The problem is, is everybody sees it. Everybody sees it. And uh, an even bigger problem is that a lot of people won't say anything. They won't say anything. And so they let these people continue to believe that they're, they're skating free. No one notices.
1: It's true. And it has a deleterious effect on a whole entire organization. If you're popped up on pills or drugs or alcohol, your brain is not functioning. It is not working in critical ways that it must work. So the same kind of thing is operating here with this idea of leadership scotoma. It's not operating on all eight cylinders. You could say there's some, one, there's some things that just aren't firing. Just because you don't see it, you don't know it. And there's a lot of different ways that that can come about. We've talked about, for instance, um, talking about this idea of uh, leadership entitlement, that's one way it shows up. You think you've already arrived. You think you got all you got all nailed down. You got it all together, but in fact, there are some pistons that just aren't firing.
0: <laughs> that's that's absolutely right. And, and the problem is, is it's not just individual leaders; it's organizations have this issue with blind spots when it comes to leadership, or they simply. Like, like you said, they choose not to see it or they're above wanting to see it. And that's another issue all, all, all together. But it all falls under the same thing. You're just not getting it. And while you're not getting it, your leaders are struggling. You're struggling. Your organizations are struggling. And here's the thing. let's Let's talk about some startling statistics, Michael. We haven't done this for a while. Do it. So based on based on some global research from from Gallup and Deloitte some other organizations here here's some some pretty startling statistics 83% of companies say leadership development is crucial yet less than 5% implement leadership development training that's a huge issue right there and yeah it's it's great but only 5% are actually doing anything about it of organizations say leadership is lacking. Uh, Only 25% of leaders are seen by their teams as trustworthy, knowledgeable, respectful, and supportive. Um, 55% of CEOs recognize the need to develop next-generation leaders, yet only 11% of their HR departments feel they have a strong bench of developing leaders. 50% 50% of organizations lack sufficient leadership talent. and 47% predict a shortage of leadership in the future. That's sketchy in and of itself. That's That means there are really very thin, empty leadership pipelines in a lot of organizations. 63, 63% of millennials believe they're not being coached and trained for leadership positions. And here's the kicker on that one, Michael. More than 50% of all leadership positions are now held by millennials, Yes, 63% saying they're, they're not getting the, the training they need. There is something in that whole thing, the
1: slip between cup and lip, that is just remarkable. What yes. is that whole thing? And I think one of the things that goes on here is, and it happens with all kinds of crazy addictions, behaviors, lack of self-awareness, is this that people become dismissive. It's no big deal. It's not that bad. They'll be fine. They just don't need it. Or we just don't need it. We're going along. Everything's good. It's all good here. It's this dismissive attitude. And it really is uh, an attitude of denial. There's no other way. Those statistics prove that it is denial. How can you say 83, yeah, we got to have it, but only... 5% 5% actually do something about it. There is something terrible going on here in terms of just dealing with reality. Now, the thing about this, let's take a look at it in just very simple terms. If you've got a scotoma and that is you've you got a blind spot and you just yeah. can't see, and you are unwilling to admit that you have that blind spot and you are driving in a car and there are times you just can't see what's coming at you because of that blind spot, you put everybody around you in danger. And you can lie about it, you can deny it, you can dismiss it, you can do all that you want to. But the fact is, everybody's in danger. And all it takes is for one wrong move, somebody pulling in front of you, you pulling in front of somebody that you did not see, and then that's it. Game is over. Damage done. And I would submit to you that this gotoma about leaders and leadership, that that damage is not just a one-time event. That is an event that is going on day after day after day after day in organizations and businesses and in teams. And that accumulation of damage is piling up. And we know that from other statistics where people feel like they just don't connect to the people that are in their organization. They don't feel respected. They don't feel uh, support. They don't feel they feel a sense of alienation. Well, the first thing that a great leader does watching their team is they notice the disconnection that's not
0: happening that's not happening at at all um you know and it's interesting using that analogy of not paying attention and getting in that wreck how many of these people in these organizations are their careers are being ruined they're being cast aside um Simply because some of these toxic leadership, you know, leadership's a privilege. You hold people's lives in your hand, their their careers in your hand. And if you don't realize that, then you have no business being there. You truly don't. Um, We see this, Michael, as, as coaches. When we do some of these assessments, a lot of these people are damaged. They're damaged. Their confidence is in the toilet. Uh, ba- even though they got some great skills, their confidence is 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 trashed. And when we we dig further into that, we find out that a lot of times it's because they've been continually put down by some somebody in leadership position.
1: I say, they're just toxic bosses. Yes. And they built be a whole toxic culture yeah. that's going on operating on this individual. And we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg, talking to this one person, for instance, but there's probably throughout that organization that kind of hurt that kind of uh, impingement on talent on abilities that kind of setbacks that kind of just like don't go too far or else kind of stuff is happening here and so when you when you, if you're listening to us today leaders be honest with yourself stop dismissing the alcoholic you might say or the drug addicted person or the toxic boss that is just creating harm in your organization. You can't do that. You can't allow that to go on and expect to have a healthy organization. The two are not compatible. You can't have that kind of stuff going on. There's, There's the bad stuff that's going on. There's that one level of it, right? Then there's the other level of denying that's going on. Then there's another level of, well, we can't do anything about it anyway. So that's just the way it is. You just start piling on layer after layer, and you're going to create a very unhealthy organization for everyone. No one escapes that stuff. Listen, maybe the janitor who comes in after everybody's gone, maybe he can stay or she can stay healthy, but everybody else, they're going to get hit with it. They're going to infect it.
0: Absolutely. There's another issue, you know, along those lines that I, I want to dump pack a little bit. And if you look at global statistics, Leaders generally get in their first leadership position between the ages of 27 and 30. Pretty young, okay? But yet, the average age for starting leadership development or for an organization to start putting through leadership development is 42 and 43 years old, okay? Here's the interesting thing. The oldest millennials are 42. Now the biggest turnover in any organization out there, the biggest turnover out there, period, is in leadership positions in that emerging leadership age group from 27 to 40. You know, we see a lot of people dropping out, a lot of stress, a lot of uh, of anxiety, a lot of overwork, um, that kind of thing. Pride takes a hit and they bail. But if that's the case and more than 50% of these leadership positions are held by millennials yet 63% are saying we're not getting enough training you got to you got to kind of read into those numbers that in a lot of ways that age group is creating their own problems you know and i'm i'm not here to call out millennials and 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 put other age groups on on a you know a pedestal but the big concern here is the oldest Gen Z's coming up are about 26 years old old now. What is their legacy coming into this? What what legacy is going to be left behind for them if we see this much struggle in this age group now?
1: The one that's coming ahead of the Gen Z's. Yes, yes. yeah. You know, the, the fact of the matter is, and I don't need to be too uh, glib about this, the fact is your participation trophy in your leadership position is not going to get you through it. Looking good is not going to get you through it just because you got your beard trimmed just so, you got the quaff just right, you got the nails done, all that kind of stuff. You got the right style, the skinny pants and all that jazz. It's not going to get you through. The look itself is not enough. Image itself is not enough. Yeah, What it yeah. really takes is that deep work that we talk about with what leaders must go through and it is a deep dive into who you are, who are you specifically. Let's take a look at your leader traits. Let's take a look at your core values, your core principles. Let's take a look at your core purpose statement. Let's get you developing that. If you can't get that done, you can't deliver on the groceries. And that's what it is. Everybody's looking to take home groceries at the end of the day. I got a paycheck, take home the groceries, be able to buy the gas, get the home, get the stuff that I need. But if you as leaders aren't doing the deep dive, You're not developing that, what we call this idea of the leadership matrix, the soil out of which great stuff happens for you as a leader, for the leaders in your organization and for your teams. If you can't dig deep for deep roots to happen, you're not going to have legacy. You're not going to have endurance. You're not going to have that longevity necessary for a business to be successful. Your people will not stay because they will see what you're presenting is a shallow show rather than a real show. And they will leave. They will bail. And then you'll wonder, as you stand there holding your participation trophy,
0: what happened? Yeah, exactly. And you know what? The, the, the idea of being able to make it through hard times, having those leadership skills to make it through hard times and or uh, versus simply saying, I've got the title. I've got the training. i got the position. I am a leader. Here's the thing. The last four years have been one train wreck after train wreck after train wreck of things that have gone wrong in the business world. If there's any indication of what we're going to see going forward, 2024 is going to be a very interesting year. And if you don't have those leadership skills and you're skating along and, and you turn a blind eye to it, like I said, either you choose not to see it or you do or you just don't see it uh, because you're not aware or or whatever that may be. You're going to get that curtain painfully pulled back on you to uh, reveal exactly where your weaknesses are. And that is not the time to figure out that, oh my gosh, I don't have the skills to get through this. I don't have the chops to, to make it. That is not the time to figure that out. That's way too late. Game over. Way too late. Yeah. yeah. All right. The ship's down. By the way, did you get your life jacket? Oh, no, you didn't. Okay. Yeah. Well, sorry about your luck. Yeah. Oh, the water's <laughs> not too <cold. laughs> yes. There's no
1: sharks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So what we're really doing here is it's really an outreach to you folks out there who may be struggling in leadership. And yeah. there's something going wrong and you you can't see it but it's not going right. And you don't know what to do to get it fixed, to get it trimmed up, to get it working for you, to pull it back in so that you're back in control. Then what we're saying is this is the time because it's not gonna get better. Just look out the window. Just take a look at what's going on television, going out looking at your screen. Just take a look at what's happening out there. It's not gonna get better. If anything, our times, Really, what they do is they reveal weak leaders. Yes, they do. We're seeing that in spades right now. Weak leaders are being exposed in spades. However, tough times also reveal the real leaders, the tough leaders. The leaders that have a sense of character and core have got that commitment to lead authentically, to help people, help their companies, organizations, countries, whatever it is, to get through the tough times. Yeah. Oh, here's the time. The invitation is this. Get a hold of us. Contact us. Let's yep. talk about how we can help you prepare for 2024. You're either going to be there for and in it, or you're not. You'll be gone soon. So rather than let a
0: chance take care of it, you take care of it. Yeah. You start it. Here's the thing. There are so many incredibly bright people out there that are coming up through the ranks that it would be a shame to see their career stalled or wrecked if you will in a lot of ways simply because an organization thought you were a great individual contributor and put you in a place and and if if your companies are doing that you got to stop that you got to break that cycle that is not okay and it's 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 not responsible quite frankly um it, what we're saying is the world needs great leaders, and they're out there. They are. But the greatest leaders of all time never did this on their own. They had somebody mentoring them, coaching them, pushing them along. And so, as Michael says, we are here to help you.
1: yeah, we are. and and the thing about it is even leaders who are being coached and mentored and uh, developed, Going through tough times, it still can be really, really tough. Yeah. But you come out of it okay. Yeah. And in the long run, you come out of it really much, much better. But there's still tough times. But if you don't have that coaching, that kind of support, that kind of training, when you go through tough times, you come out squashed, crushed, decimated, wondering what the heck just happened to me. And I'll tell you honestly, honestly, it may take you it may take you years to recover. It may take you decades to recover. It sounds like I'm being melodra- melodramatic that I'm over-exaggerating, but the human psyche at some point is kind of delicate. It's kind of fragile. And yeah. if you don't know how to take care of it, if you don't know how to get that the armor in place to deal with the tough times. It's, yeah. it's not just the armor, but the wisdom to deal with it. You can get run over and wonder what happened now. What do I yeah. even do next? Yeah, That's real.
0: We've talked to those people. Oh, absolutely. We talk to them all the time. We see that all the time. And it's it's a pretty sad situation. And that doesn't have to be you. No, it doesn't. Yeah, you. The one that's going, me? Yeah, you. We're
1: talking to you. It does not have to be you. You can have a much better ending in your story or the next chapter in your story. Than the, and then there's the day that I got ran over.
0: Absolutely. Well, Michael, we, we've we got some, we, we've kind of hit a milestone
1: with yeah, the, the
0: podcast. I mean, we're, we've got supporters and listeners in, in 60 countries now and over 500 cities worldwide. We do. And that's Amazing. humbling. That's very humbling. And uh, gosh, you know, thank you so much.
1: It is. It is humbling and it's exciting and it's celebratory. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Each one of you who listened to us, who download our podcasts and share with others. Thank you. We appreciate it more than we can possibly tell you, but uh, just believe us. We we do appreciate it very much. We care about you. And as we get on here, we're willing to make fools of ourselves at times. Just go out there in that limb and say things that other people aren't willing to
0: say, just right. because we hope this might help them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's enough said right there. We're hoping to help. So, and Uh big shout out to, we got some, some new listeners in Vienna.
1: Yeah. In in Austria.
0: Yeah. Austria. Absolutely. Yep. And Mm -hmm. here's some other things, you know, we were looking at, uh, you know, the number of downloads from different areas today. And some of our biggest supporters are across the pond, you know, in, in London and in Germany and in New Zealand. And so thank you so much and that, i'm just that's just a couple of them there
1: yeah yeah there's some there's some uh, great countries great cities that uh are imbibing on our wisdom or what we so called think is wisdom
0: yeah <laughs> and uh, here's the other thing too we're getting a lot of uh, of uh, of listeners in washington dc here in the united states so in ashburn virginia ashburn virginia yep are you listening? Yeah. Send, <laughs> us, a, send us a note. Yeah. We'd like to know who you are. There you go. So, once again, coming to the end of another rousing episode of uh, Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. And again, that stands for and cultural transformation because, in the end, it takes great leaders to make great culture. It, it truly does. So, take care of each other. And uh, remember, we're, all spinning through space on the same rock. So let's uh, let's remember that. Leaders lead well. All the best. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn, Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.